the box standing by is Katherine Greenberg. She's a certified life coach. She specializes in mindfulness, mental health, and a whole bunch of other things. I love the way she pivots. So I'm looking forward to having her on my new show, Outside the Box. Welcome. Thank you so much, Janine. I'm thrilled to be here. I always love that poster in the background. Could you tell uh, viewers what that's used for? So during COVID, I was running groups over Zoom. So I had I ran several groups for adolescents who were really struggling. So they were in teen court and they it's a diversion program and we're trying to keep them out of the juvenile justice system. So I would run emotion regulation groups and I would run a group for people who had gotten involved in a sexting case, um, boundaries, things of that nature. And I, what I wanted them to take in, even if it wasn't direct, was the the message of how worth it they are and the strong separation between who you are and what you've done. Yes. Right? What they've done isn't who they are, what anybody's done. And the world is always going to judge you based on your behavior, not your intention. Yes. And so let them know they are loved and cherished and admired and strong and weird and beautiful and amazing. And they may not always believe that, but I'm happy to hold that for them until they are ready. I love that. So thanks. And then because I, we're I, so critical of ourselves. So critical. You know? We're the worst bully. Yeah. I agree. I agree. And yeah. a lot of times there's stuff from your past that holds you back from really growing and moving forward. And you're constantly using that as your gauge, as your metric. And those are your triggers, right? When you yeah. find yourself triggered, it's really an emotional response to something historical, something from your past that is coming up. It's, it's very rarely about the present day incident. Yes. So let's talk about present day because I launched Outside the Box really initially in response to the millions of people out of work. And I was having experts on my show giving advice about how do you find a new position or how do you become an entrepreneur? And then I realized, wait, what about all the students that lost in internships and jobs and everybody's plans were completely, you know, destroyed? Were what are you seeing with your work, basically? Like, what, what are you seeing? So what I'm seeing are certainly many blessings, but mm -hmm. a lot of residue from what may not have been ideal prior to COVID that we're now seeing really in front of our faces. You're, I mean, especially with, with adolescents and young adults, yes. we are seeing either a critical incident that has come up and has awakened some sort of mental health issue or has rekindled something that may have been processed, but is coming back up. So you're dealing with, um, and many of them ha are coming from single parent homes. So there isn't a parent around and there is a tremendous amount of isolation. There is an enormous amount of uh, gaming. And so we're seeing a lot of addiction to devices. Um, mm -hmm. and I like to term it as sort of a behavior addiction. When you act on a negative emotion, you strengthen it. And the same is true for positive. So every time you engage in what might be considered an ineffective habit, you're strengthening that. Whereas right. if you choose differently, and you know, people often ask me, well, how, how long does it take to build a habit? I'm like, it has nothing to do with that. It's how much repetition are you engaging in before right. that changes? And so we're trying to to help these kids really learn how to regulate their emotions and, and shift their habits. Yes. 
into habits that can become lifelong, the good, the good habits, the effective habits. Absolutely. And, and, you know, that can run the gamut from unloading the dishwasher regularly to grooming habits, to work habits, to study habits, social habits, and being responsible, amazing humans with a conscience and understanding that we always clean up our own messes. And even if that means literally, if you have trash, you carry it in your hand until you find a trash can. (laughs) That is true. (laughs) You could have a whole workshop for teens on emptying the trash. (laughs) I could totally have a whole workshop for teens. Sometimes adults too. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) But it's also sort of metaphorical, right? I mean, Your, your wound may not have been your fault, mm-hmm. but your healing is absolutely your responsibility. And that doesn't mean you must do it alone. In fact, I would encourage you not to, but you certainly didn't get to wherever you are on your own and you're not going to get out of it on your own. I agree. What I does agree. that fellowship look like with the new constraints we've had? We've had. Yes. You know, uh, I say that now's the time to really focus on your mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual health. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the thing that I have found that is really helpful is, for example, moving your body. So for me, I'm not an amazing swimmer, but it's something I've done since I was like three. So just getting in the water and moving, and I could actually like meditate or work out a problem while I'm swimming has been amazing. I mean, I stayed out of the pool during the pandemic. It was only recently I went back, but, um, or something else to get you in the flow state for me, it's guitar, Mm -hmm. um, anything, you know? Absolutely. And doing, you know, what you do isn't necessarily what you love and what you love isn't necessarily what you do for a living. Yeah. But I think exactly what you're saying is people often tend to wait for motivation to strike and there's a pretty good chance it won't. It's the action that must come first and then the motivation follows. So, you know, maybe you're thinking, I really want to take care of my body and I would love to go for a swim, but oh, I got to get my bathing suit and I got to drive to the pool and I've got to- And look what I look like in my bathing suit. And look what I, all those, you know, those self-cleaning spiral thoughts that come up. And I think the focus is more on how you feel when you're in the pool and after it's, it's relating yes. to an emotion. How sure does, does. Yeah. how will this add value to my life? Will this be a good thing to have done? Cause your, your brain isn't going to respond to anything other than something positive. Yes. And moving your body, even if, if it's five minutes and getting outside that shifts your perspective. So, you know, I don't know if you want to do the hundred push-up challenge. I don't recommend starting with that because you're going to feel exhausted, but one push-up a day, it's manageable. And that's yeah. how you build that. Exactly. Yeah. What advice would you give to, for example, students that are really struggling with the fact that they lost their internship, they lost their job opportunity, they're living at home. They, you know, they're just overwhelmed. I had a friend whose son became a bar mitzvah just recently. And the first time was meant to be in Israel. And then they had three different dates that were assigned to him until he finally was permitted to have his bar mitzvah outside. It was last month. And his speech during his bar mitzvah was about the frustration that came with it, but also how much learning and understanding was gained from This is life. This is this rhythm of life that will come at you from every direction. And it really is never about that. It's always going to be about how you respond to that. It's your adaptability. 
it's your adaptability yeah. and your outlook and your perspective. I mean, if maybe you, you think somebody's confined by a wheelchair, but that person thinks, oh my gosh, this is the most liberating thing. Otherwise I'd be confined to my bed. So I think yeah. it, it's really, it's, you're never responding to an event. The event is neutral. What you respond to are your thoughts about it and the automatic interpretation that your brain makes to yes. it. Yes. And where the emotions come in and it's an emotional right. response. It's not usually to, I lost my internship. Okay. But what are you, what are your thoughts about that? Right. That's, yeah. you know, the, the fear and the loss and the, and if you go down that, you will build on that. Or yes. if you, if you rewrite the script, you'll go in that direction. And sometimes losing that opportunity yes. opens you up to something even better. And I, I was mentoring a student uh, over a year ago and he said, oh, I'm so upset. He's in uh, sports journalism. I was supposed to have this summer internship and we talked and we talked and he went to Syracuse where I went and we went to the same high school. And I suggested he approach his high school and Syracuse University. And because of who he is, and his excitement and drive, he got both summer positions. Oh my gosh. Right? Yes. And so for anybody watching this, if you're not a student, if a student reaches out to you, take the time, be kind. Please, if anyone reaches out to you, please take the time and be kind. Right. I love those words. And I love the sentiment behind that. Because you're right. And the more people you meet, every single person will be your teacher, right? Whether it's you, Janine, teaching, mentoring the student. I don't know whether it's the person who checks you out at the grocery store or your Uber driver, or even in the most unlikely places, you will find the most inspiring teachers and wisdom. If you just open your heart and open your mind, you will be amazed at how much there is to learn. I agree. I think the pandemic has also given us an opportunity to become better humans. Mm -hmm. So thoughtful to yourself and thoughtful to others, gratitude, you know, really noticing things, perhaps we, you know, I know we're a very individualistic society. We move at this very fast pace. And I think the pandemic really slowed us down. All of a sudden people were baking bread. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Baking bread. And, and I, you know, my hope is, you know, people talk about new normal and I, I mean, normal's a drier setting, right? And I don't know what the normal was. I don't know what normal is. Exactly. I, let me know if you figure it out. Yeah. But I do, I do hope that we will retain some of um, the peace that we found during this. I kept a list of COVID blessings during Thanks. this. I was just so amazed every day at what was coming out of this. And I have, I have made it a, um, I've made a real conscious effort to hold on to that and even schedule in time like that, taking a walk on the beach or being outside or working out on the lanai, whatever it is that works for you. I mean, everybody's yes. different, but yeah. I love that. That's great. So um, you, your work with students right now, you're seeing you know people struggling. Mm-hmm. How do you give them hope? How do you give them optimism? Um, I tell them that happiness is always going to be a choice. It's not going to be a result of something. It's always going to be an inside job. It's it's going to come from you. It's not going to come to you. Mm -hmm. And what does that look like for you? I mean, what does happiness mean? I mean, for me, at least it's, it's consistency. And I really tend to look for joy rather than happiness. I go where the love is and be very, very mindful of 
about with whom you spend your time. You are going to be most like those folks. So find people who share your values and share your interests and share your passions because you're going to pick up your habits from them. They will learn from you and you will find that when you leave those folks, you will feel energized and full and full of love rather than exhausted and drained. And so I try to encourage them to find that niche for them. And now there are other options. I mean, traditional schooling is not right for everyone. And now there are hybrid situations with virtual and in-person. And I encourage them. I have one teen who is going to do um, a collegiate combo. So she's going to be doing virtual high school, but also taking some college classes. And it's a great fit for her. It's not for everybody, but it's opened up so many more options. I mean, having Zoom with people from all over the country and all over the world. I mean, there are yes. so many new connections that have been formed. I agree. On that. Yes. When I was an undergrad at Syracuse, my advisor said, you know, I want you to start taking graduate classes since you're going to get your master's degree right away, right after. Mm-hmm. So I was a junior and I'm taking a graduate class and I would meet people from Indonesia, Nigeria, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And then we would have a uh, break time. We'd all bring in um, a favorite food and we would just Ooh. constantly be learning things about these people from other countries and it was the best experience and I have to say those classes I did the best I had ever done because I was so tuned in and connected and when I did struggle I'd say hey you want to form a study group or whatever so just being open to the possibility you know I know it's uncomfortable but being open it it can be uncomfortable but that's how it becomes comfortable yeah right to to get uncomfortable. Right. And it's not just you that's uncomfortable. Exactly. I wildly uncomfortable. <laughs> None of us knows what Have you? Doing. I was a total nervous wreck. <laughs> Haven't you ever been nervous? Oh. oh my gosh. I spend most of my life in a nervous state. Me too. Even when I'm relaxed, I'm I nervous. still get nervous. Yeah. Absolutely. Before yeah. any, I, I absolutely, and I honor it rather, if you push it away, it's just going right. to come back and bite you in the rear. Exactly. Yes. I do feel nervous right now. I am a human being. I am highly sensitive and emotional and passionate, but that's also makes me great at what I do, right? right? If you put right. something that, I don't know, was math or accounting in front of me, I may not feel as passionate, but I do my best. Yeah. I'll tell you a funny story. I was 23. I got out of graduate school, went to Boston, got my first job. I had my own little office and I had bought a new outfit at this store and the quality of the clothing was not, I shouldn't have even gone there. So it's winter time. I get in the car. I didn't notice that I ripped the slit in the back of the skirt. Oh. I get in the office. I'm like, why is there a draft? And I look and I was prepping for a meeting and I'm like, oh my. And then bleep came out of my mouth. So I grab a stapler and I'm stapling the skirt, oh <laughs> flipping it around, <laughs> sweating, <laughs> wrapping the sweater around me. Yeah. The image in my head, right? So what came of that? Well, no one knew, but that was my great pivot. I just learned like, keep your cool. How are you going to solve this? You're not going to tell a soul. And you're going to put a sweater around your waist and you're going to grab a stapler. Stapler. Exactly your adaptability and your MacGyver coming out. I mean, that's what we do, whether we realize it or not, we are designed to survive and thrive and learn how to live. That doesn't come as easily. Yes. And I also tell them that life is long. They spend their whole lives hearing life is short, do this. Life is long. It is long. 
Yeah. It's, it's okay to take your time and not, and not figure it out. I agree. I'm going to be five this year. I'm just starting on, on a different path. Okay. There, there, I don't know, you know, where the arbitrary timeline came from, but it's not linear. It really isn't. Not at all. Life isn't. Yeah. I mean, people of all ages are pivoting and doing different things. People are not retiring the way they used to retire. You know, people are leaving the corporate jobs in the pandemic and they're starting businesses and nothing has to be forever. And, you know, we can stop wearing bras. So, I mean, hey, I'm all for <laughs> in case anybody was interested. There you go. <laughs> but you're right. You're right. And, and I think, you know, what applies to you is not necessarily going to apply to everybody else. You might love swimming and somebody else might hate swimming. Okay, great. There right. isn't a right or wrong way to do this. We have a, a strong tendency to put moral value on things. I mean, with food, somehow you're good because you ate a salad or bad because you ate a cookie. Well, food is food. It doesn't define right. who you are and it's, it's yes. just food. Yes. It's not about, I mean, and emotions, they're not right or wrong or good or bad. They just are. How you feel is how you feel. And it's not up to us to tell anyone else that their pain is invalid. Yes. We tend to compare traumas, but someone can drown in three feet of water just as easily as 300 feet. Right. So we, well, you had it worse. So this is, you hurt, you hurt, period. Yes. And it's okay to take that position within a few months. So, you know what? I think it was a mistake. Well, maybe it was a mistake, but maybe you're just done. Maybe you're going to just leave and go to something else. Why don't we do more quitting? I fully support quitting. Yeah. We need to more quitting. More I'd like to be very clear. There is a difference between quitting and knowing when you've had enough. Yes. You've had enough? Yes. Go. Get yes. out. If exactly. it doesn't see your soul, it is not meant for you and something else yes. is. Absolutely. I agree. That's happened to me. Has it happened to you? All the time. All the time. But yeah. it took a very long time and I had to go through a lot of suffering before I was willing to relinquish right suffering and say, hey, wait a minute, right. I'm going to stand for myself. And wait, and then, and then there are the expectations that you listen to from other people going, why aren't you using that degree? Why aren't you doing this? And then you're thinking, oh, that's right. I have to be, but the truth is you just follow your own tune. You follow your own tune and the rest will fall into place because everybody yeah. is going to have an opinion and you thank them and you send them off with love. Yes. For your opinion, take care. And that's easy. It's easy to sit here and say that. And we do the best we can. And yeah, I don't know if I've always sent them off with love, but okay. <laughs> okay you can send them off with love. <laughs> right. Where can people find out more about you? Uh, well, I am going to be doing some rebranding, but right now my website is still a life worth living dot life. Okay. Uh, I am Catherine Greenberg um, and I am redoing my website right now. So stay tuned and check back and keep you updated. Fantastic. Yeah. This was great. I want to thank you so much. Thank you so much. You are such a ray of light in this world. We are so grateful for you. Thanks. Congratulations on Outside the Box. Thank you.